0: Mayor Ted, Mayor Ted, who stood side by side with Black Lives Matter and Antifa and had just a jolly good time while said individuals tried to light federal federal buildings on fire during the whole summer of love. Well, Mayor Ted now wants 96 Oregon State Trooper, Oregon State Policeman, State Policeman stationed downtown. So that whole defund the police, that whole rah rah rah, hmm, yeah, that might have been taken out of context just a little bit. And now we need to go a different direction. We need to reimagine and rethink the safety of downtown Portland. That's literally has what has happened. Uh, we need to get some state troopers up in here because things are out of control. And why would you need state troopers to handle a downtown core? Have we ever needed that? I mean, you do with individual you know you, you have the occupy wall street right you have that you have uh what was the the deal in downtown seattle it was when i had little kids and i could care less i was just trying to figure out how to pay the bills um what was that it, you know it was it was some big thing that came into town and there was all kinds of protesters and stuff you know with the exception of events like that, even with Chop and Chaz, we didn't need to have state police come in. You just had most of the Seattle Police Department show up and just kind of cleared out what the few stragglers were left over, right? But, you know, what you've got going on now is wildly different. Here's, I'm going to show you this story. This is um, This is the secondary story here. This is two wounded in random, unprovoked Portland stabbings. You just got somebody running around stabbing people. You know why? Because you've allowed crazy people to do whacked out amount of drugs. And then they are crazy people, mentally unstable people, people who should be in mental facilities, people who should be medicated on drugs. They are self-medicating. And, you know, we've allowed this to happen. And then we wonder, oh, hey. And then we we wonder, hey, you know, we did the whole defund the police thing and We crapped on policing. Now we don't have enough cops. So literally we don't have enough cops to keep downtown safe. As in two people are wounded because somebody's running around stabbing people randomly. These aren't, these aren't crimes of passion. These aren't crimes of need. These are just random crap people do when they're running around with only pants on with a knife hitting up individuals. They don't know because they're not in their right state of mind. It's like the kid. Over at, um, oh, was it, Beyond Wonderland here in downtown, here in uh, in uh, the Seattle market. It was actually at the Gorge. Guy was on mushrooms. Kid was on mushrooms. He's in the army. He imagines, he takes a bad trip and he imagines that he's at the end of the earth. He'd played too many video games. I don't know what happened. But the kid went on a shooting rampage. He wasn't in his right mind. He was tripped out on shrooms. These people oftentimes have major mental illnesses on top of the drugs. So now you got that double whammy. You just got crazy stuff going on. And so Mayor Ted is like, yeah, we need 96. We need almost a hundred Oregon state policemen. Recent violent incidents in downtown Portland have once again shined a light on the difficulties And bringing the core of the Rose City back to life. Yes, that is true. Two incidents, a shooting and a stabbing, happened not far from Pioneer Courthouse Square, with another stabbing just blocks away. Isn't that great? No, it's terrible. This should not be happening. But this is what happens when you run a city as if it's going to be some socialist utopia. And then you sit around going, wow, that did not work out as planned. That did not go down the way we thought it would. But hey, you know what? Well, let's just keep trying. We'll, we'll see what happens. One person is in custody for the stabbings that police called random and unprovoked. The suspected shooter is also in custody. That's good to know, right? No, it's just insanity. You got people just running on the streets in Portland that shouldn't be. Last week, Governor Tina Kotek announced that the 47-member Central Task Force, I'm sure that's efficient. I'm sure they will get to the bottom of what the issue is, just like that. And like that, I mean a year or two. And then we'll reimagine and we'll rethink the results of those task force meetings. And um, then we'll talk about it some more. And then we'll come up with a game plan. We'll rework that game plan 10 ways from Sunday. We'll come back. We'll come up with some mitigating factors. We'll do this. We'll do that. But you know what we won't do is we won't actually fix the problem. We're just going to talk about it. We're going to reimagine it. We're going to rethink it because otherwise we'd have to take some action that not all the constituents might be in agreement with, even though residents in Portland are now, hey, I can't sell my house with all the riffraff and the homeless encampments across the street. What gives? Somebody help me. Right? I mean, all right, here's your clue. As part of that task force, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler requested 96 Oregon State Troopers be stationed in downtown. I mean, where? I mean, what? Like four to a block? Three to a block? Two to a block? How? I mean, and what are you going to tell people? Now, Portland's so, downtown Portland is so safe that we've just got our uh, a a. You know, massive group of uh, not our own police officers, but state troopers. Cause, um, yeah, we need them. That's literally what's going on. The request from the mayor was for the troopers to help citywide. Wheeler's office told Coin6 News, OSP could open a satellite office in downtown to specifically help us better address person-to-person violent crime, target property and retail crimes, enforce traffic laws and reduce traffic fatalities, including street takeovers and reduce hate crimes. could Portland police do that on their own if there were enough of them? Hmm seems like they could, right? Police officers that are working the central precinct in Portland, they're out there trying to help. They come on, they come on a shift and they are already overrun with calls. They can barely get to what they can get, right? And how many of these are overdose calls? How much in the way of resources is going to homeless fire, homeless encampment fires and people ODing? a massive amount. So we ignore that. And then we go with, oh, let's get some other cops in here. I mean, they don't have anything better to do. Yeah, I'm sure the you know, state highways are fine and state patrol. <sighs> we, we just need them in downtown. I mean, they're, they're just hanging out doing nothing, right? No, they got other to do. They, they do. And you don't have enough of Oregon's finest the covering the downtown uh, precinct. You just don't. Invariably, they're like six cops down every shift. That's just, you know, any day that ends in a Y, right? That would supplement. So here, we 100, so we need 96, 96. Bring those bad boys and girls up here. That would supplement the 17 Portland Police Bureau officers from the central precinct on any shift with more officers on weekends. I'm all for that. But you know what? In turn, I mean, to get you through from point A to point B, I'm all for that. But there's got to be a long-term plan here to get some more cops. And 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 any politician that went down to defund the police, you know, just ridiculousness. They should be booted from office. They just should. That's just such a terrible idea. And it's such pandering to that tiny little fraction of your constituents They were like, ah, defund the police, greatest concept ever. I mean, until it wasn't, until it wasn't, until two kids got murdered and chopped, two black kids at that, right? So it matters, black lives matter until, you know, you're in an actual situation where black lives matter. And then, I don't know, it seems like things go sideways and nothing gets followed through on. So that would cover downtown, northwest, the Pearl, and Old Town. But because of current staffing problems, Portland Police Bureau officials said staffing is a little bit more complex. Alright, okay, I think you're going to throw me a curveball here. There are two night shifts at Central Precinct, one that begins at 3 p.m. and the other at 10 p.m. There is some overlap on the shifts, but there have been times when meeting the minimum staffing numbers is challenging, they said. I believe that is a complete misnomer. I believe every single day there is a struggle to meet the minimum staffing numbers. If I am incorrect, I will take my word back. Don't care. I mean, I'm just telling you what I know. From what I know, every single day there is a staffing challenge. Because you don't have enough cops in Portland, period. You don't have enough cops in Seattle. And you you hear a lot of conservative people talking about it. But the rest of people are like, ah, it seems to be fine. It's okay. Meanwhile, they're going to pay Portland cops double overtime because that's how they're making this work. They are patching this together with cops who've already worked a full shift. Hey, come on down. We need your help. Double overtime. What do you say? Yeah, let's make this go, right? That's how they're making it work. That is not a long-term solution. You can't have cops, you know, double OT all the time as a long-term solution. Not going to work. You're going to have more cops leave. But Portland City Council authorized a temporary double overtime incentive that helps to meet the staffing requirements. If you are an employer and the way you're running your business is to incentivize overtime, your business is going to fail, period. That's just what's going to happen. Argue with me if you want. Do you own a business? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Yeah. But before this incentive, officials said we would sometimes be two to seven under per shift. It just all depends. And that's what I, when I am notified of, of how under the shift is, it's usually around six. That is, that is my thought is, all right, this is notifications I get indicate somewhere around six. So you got a third of your workforce that is not there. And, and and your workforce is the backbone of public safety in downtown Portland, and you flat don't have it. So that's why Mayor Ted is saying, ah, yeah, let's get some state patrol up in here. Authorities just said they hired 13 new officers last week with 96 in various stages of training for the first time in a while. There are now more than 800 officers in the Portland Police Bureau. Meanwhile, I mean, you're, you're, you're telling us that, hey, that's great. That's great. But it's not enough. And those aren't folks that are on the street boots running, right? No. Like it says, they're in various stages, 96 in various stages of training. How many of those will wash out? How many are those are young kids that because you have lowered the standards of entry into what used to be a very difficult position to get, you've lowered the standards of entry. Now you are bringing in lower quality candidates. How many of those will just flat wash out? I mean, you got all kinds of requirements. You're like, ah, I can't do this one anymore. Ah, yeah. Hard drugs. Ah, we still got to take them. Weed, smoking the weed daily. Yep. All right. Okay. No college degree. No, that's okay. Ah, let's take them. Do they have a pulse? Yes. All right. Let's take them. And that's what it's going to come down to, right? Are they, are they physically, do they have a heartbeat? We in uh, the mortgage industry in the appraisal industry. There was a joke that you'd, uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like the um, mirror under the nose test. If you put the mirror under a borrower's nose, and if you saw that there was life to them, you'd give them a loan. And that's how it was before the Great Recession. And then we wonder, how we get the Great Recession? So here's what residents say. Residents who spoke with Coin6 News offered mixed views of the problems Portland is facing. Well, some of them are directly the cause of these problems. You voted in certain politicians and you voted in a lot of policy. You voted in a lot of measures. Measure 110. Mm, Yeah. How's that working out? It did not surprise me. I feel like a lot of people do not have the ability to self-defend themselves. You shouldn't have to self-defend yourself going to downtown. You shouldn't have to know karate. You shouldn't have to know Aikido. Steven Seagal, <laughs> it would be a good skill for that to be pushed out," said David Antunuki, who works in downtown. So you're telling me that if you have people come to downtown. All right, our store location is in downtown. Which mixed mart? Um, what? Which mixed martial art do you know? I mean, you got. I mean, this. Look around, son. We're in a dangerous area of town. You got to know something. What's it going to be? We need you get some training? All right, we'll we'll get you some. We'll get you some training, be a job perk. Audrey Baker, who said she comes downtown frequently, said, it feels like always it's a whole different thing. I feel like the homelessness has risen up a little bit and I feel like it's getting worse. Probably because it's getting worse, right? Baker added, she thinks there needs to be more police controlling the streets. Huh, weird. Really? Huh. I thought that if you defunded the police, everything would get safer. No, no, that's that. That's not how this works. Oh, some of us have been saying since the get go, defunding the police is a terrible idea, and it was, and it is, and now we get to talk about it and make fun of it because it's such a, it's had such an impact on so many different facets, specifically the downtown cores. But Andrew John LaShawn, who frequents downtown often, is much more optimistic and has a slightly different view on that. I think the security presence needs to be by the people that are here. Really? So you're a store owner and you should pay for security because the cops can't keep the streets safe. Is that what you're saying? Do you understand the implications there? So now if you work at that store, LaShawn, you're going to get paid less because that store owner needs to to be secure and pay for security. So, yeah. And when you go shopping in those stores, it's going to cost you more because all the shoplifting and stuff that gets passed on. So LaShawn, you know, I I think you're thinking optimistically here, but you're not really thinking, you know, logically. I remember when there was nobody down here. Now there are people down here that says something, right? Right. Well, the entire downtown core has got emptied out during the pandemic, and now the pandemic is over. So does that say something, LaShawn? What does that say to you? It just says things have changed, and what the situation we've got right now is not noticeably better. Arguably, it could be say it's worse because now you've got the same groups of people Living in encampments, running drugs, running prostitution, running stolen goods, and you've got a bunch of people back in that environment. So that's why two people are randomly getting stabbed, because that's not a good thing. Now you've got the bad mix with the regular people. What few regular people are coming back into downtown Portland? So that says something, right? LaShawn said, yes, it does. It doesn't say what you think it does. Any rock thrown at glass is going to cause a problem, but that doesn't mean you can't still use or can't still rebuild or can't replace that glass and make it look just fine again. Well, that is true, but how about we come to your house? How about, let's start with your car. And let's destroy your car and say, well, you know, it doesn't mean you can't still use it. I mean, you can't drive it. It's undrivable now. It doesn't have any tires that work and doesn't have any wheels that work and we ripped out your engine and we destroyed all your windows and, and we ripped out the center console and we ripped out the steering wheel, but doesn't mean you still can't use it or you can't still rebuild it. You can still rebuild your car. I mean, we totaled it, but you could still rebuild it and you can't replace that glass. No, we can replace the glass. We can make that better, but you're going to have to pay for it. Oh, you've had too many insurance claims? Not going to cover your glass. In fact, they're going to decline you, your next renewal. Oh, hey. And make it look just fine again. So yeah, we can make your car now. Now we've destroyed your car, LaShawn. How about we destroy your apartment that you're renting with three other people? All right. We're just going to go in your TV. It's toast. All of your kitchen appliances. They are now toast. Your windows all toast. We ripped out your bathtub. We ripped out your toilet. We ripped out everything. Your bed. Oh, it's toast. But that doesn't mean you still can't use it, you still can't rebuild it, or you can't replace all that stuff. You can just make it look fine again. You got insurance, oh, you don't have renter's insurance. Hmm, I see a problem here, right? Hey, I mean, get a clue, folks. That's who we're working with. And that's where these news stories kind of miss the mark. Because if you if you interviewed somebody that was fairly conservative, I think they would say, Yeah, we got a real problem downtown, and that's why we need more cops down here. And in the short term, since we can't get any more, Mayor Ted is on his knees begging state patrol, and we hope they come down here, because in a short term gap, that'll kind of keep them things going. But this this instance of what Mayor Ted is asking for kind of really highlights some of the problems in downtown, doesn't it? You need a hundred state troopers in there, you need a hundred. Yeah. I mean, not 20, not 50, not 75, 96. I, you know, I'm wildly over-exaggerating by 4%, right? When I say a hundred and rounding up from 96 to a hundred. So yeah, there's that. There's that. So that's literally the situation Portland's in right now. And, and, you know, when, when residents say they're responding, you got chuckleheads like LaShawn here who doesn't really understand the reality of these stores being broken into and robbed and the graffiti and everything else. Ah, you can fix it. You can still fix it. I mean, yeah. And that's where, when, when you hear people talk about, that's what insurance is for. Insurance is closing up on so many businesses Because of the greater risk. Insurance companies only can make money and stay in business if they're making money, right? Make a profit. You might say, well, they make too much. All right. But they're going to step out of your market if you're just letting it go sideways. And Portland has let their market go sideways. And that's why Mayor Ted now is like, we need 100 in here real soon. We need some more police officers in here. That's what you got going on. Be interesting to see will downtown Portland have 96 state troopers assigned to it? Now it'll have like 20, right? Now we can't give you 96, but here's what we can give you, right? Because I don't know what the situation with with, with Oregon state officers are um, state troopers. I don't know what the numbers are with them, but you know most entities across anything in law enforcement, they're down on numbers they don't have enough or they're just break even they don't have you know a quick 96 to hand over and say ah we weren't really using these guys and girls anyway just you just go for it you need them more than we do let's let's you know we're just going to open up those highways to lord knows what but um you know all those areas that the the state patrol typically you know does their work on now they're fine it's okay rest of the state's okay let's all focus in downtown portland because uh you created a show and um now we need to try and contain that because we're trying to get more people back into the downtown core because that whole tax basis and the doom loop it's just a happening so we're trying to do a little pushback on some of that activity it's actually if you if you follow public safety, it is wild to watch this has been a wild three year run because back in you know June of twenty twenty Back in the Fentanyl Floyd days, we were all gung-ho about, you know, defunding the police. Greatest concept ever. Greatest concept ever, wasn't it? Yeah. For some of us. Not this podcast. No. Part of the reason I started doing these podcasts, because it was so absurd to consider defunding the police in in light of how it was being proposed that we defund. You know, don't have anything set up. Just defund them. It'll work out. It's worked out all right. This is how it's worked out. You got mayor of a major North American city begging to have a bunch of state police come down because the situation's gotten so out of hand that what few cops we've got in Portland can't, can't control it, can't manage it, can't mitigate the risk of random people being stabbed by looney tune nut jobs that you've allowed to just roam the streets. Hmm. Yeah. All right wild. I mean, it's just some, (laughs) I mean, people say it's the wild west. I believe there was far more law and order in the wild west than there is now. You know, at least people had the, if you believe Hollywood, however that story went, at least people had the honor of, all right, I'm going to point my gun at you and I'm going to shoot and you're going to do the same at me and we'll just make it happen. I don't know, maybe I have a wildly wrong idea of the Wild West. But, you know, there was a thing called honor, right? There is no honor anymore. And that's why you've got just this wild, whacked out, you know, escape from New York environment in downtown Portland that I've been talking about for literally a handful of years now. Other people are like, it's not that bad. It's pretty good. It's it's not terrible. Meanwhile, Mayor Ted is like, yeah, we need some help here. We can't get this done on our own. We're wildly undermanned and we're overrun with just nut jobs running around and, you know, begging for the, the state to to send some help. 96 of them, to be exact. We'll see how this goes. I bet you they get 20. And how long are you going to keep them for? Like, are these on, you know, permanent loan? What's the deal there? Because you need to get some more cops, but we all know that the supply side of law enforcement officers is going the wrong way. We're still going the wrong way. You've got more people quitting and retiring than you do bringing them on, period. People go, oh, that's not going to be good. No, when you're multiple hundreds of officers down, which a lot of these just these areas are, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, when you've got a massive gap, this is what happens. This is where you end up. Uh, stay. Could Could you send some people down here to help us out? Yeah. Huh. Crazy, huh? No. Just where we're at. Thanks so much for being here. I'll catch up with you on the next one. Bye for now.